Eight mistakes small businesses make when building an online presence. UK small businesses are missing out on £27 billion mobile shopping boom. Never mind Brexit for big businesses, it's small businesses we need to be worried about and the real issue behind Britain's railway arches after being sold off. Welcome to the Passport to Success podcast, where we'll be talking about the latest in business news. I'm Becca. And I'm Simon from Passport Success, the online community and resource that gives you access to a world of business know-how. So, what have we got to chat about today? So, today, first, is an article from entrepreneur.com, mm-hmm. and it's about uh, eight mistakes that small businesses make when they're trying to build an online presence. Okay, just just an online presence. Yeah, then. yeah, just an online presence. Um, we've picked out from the list that they've provided what we think are the best ones that appeal to small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the first one is about having, when you're creating a website, you need to first you need to create a website and second you need to make sure that your website isn't bad yes so, <laughs> it sounds really <laughs> obvious but you would be surprised at how many bad websites there are out there i mean shocking first of all if you're not on the website you are missing out on a huge audience it, it, sums, it, it can put people off it's put me off in the past where i've tried to find a company they don't have a website yes. and it's like they lose a bit of credibility you think, hmm, is it legit? Yeah. Because everybody has a website now. It's, I mean, even if you're an offline business, you know, it could be a cafe, it could be a salon, whatever, you need to have a business because yes. you're like, you'll be unlocking some unbelievable potential if you have a website. You, you'll be appealing to people that you didn't even, or audience yeah. that you didn't even know about that you had. And it's just it just helps reinforce like your relationship you have with your customers, both online and offline. You don't have to become an expert at coding. You no. can you can either get someone to build your website. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, there's plenty of good websites now where it's, it's drag and drop design. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's it, I mean a lot of first impressions come from websites now, and it's um <laughs> it's incredible how people can make split decisions on yeah. what. I mean, it's like judging a book by its cover. Yeah, I know the saying, don't judge a book, <laughs> but people usually do. And it's just, it's just gives, if you have a fresh looking website that's yes. really professional and mm-hmm. gives the customers what they want and everyone Slick. who's on it reading what they need and what they want, you know, it just gives you that extra sort of credibility and stability in your business, knowing that people are confident to use your yes. website and come to your business yes um, definitely. so you need to use strong visual imagery um and your content has to be quality there's no point releasing a website when your content's rubbish you need to have quality informative content for your customer base yes if you don't have that then no one's going to be interested in the first place no sometimes you do have to have certain information on there if it's a particular company that if you are working with chemicals or if you're working with something that people eat, there's probably certain things you have to have on there. Yeah, definitely. And they can be a bit boring to your average customer, yeah. but you've got to have them on there. So have a section that's dedicated to those things. When when you have your like first page, don't fill it with reams and reams of like medical jargon yeah. or you know chemical compounds or anything like that sort of thing. People who are looking on your website aren't going to be experts in those yeah. fields. Sometimes the simplest websites are sometimes the best websites. Mm-hmm. You don't want too much information just shown straight away to your audience because too much writing can just put people off straight away. 
you need to be able to your website just needs to be able to draw people in and actually make them decide whether or not your business is for them almost. you want them to spend time on your pages yeah. as well uh, you can you can find out ways where you can see how long people are spending on your web pages and you don't want them just mindlessly clicking through you do want them stopping engaging reading oh definitely um so yeah definitely you have to have to have a website even if you're offline mm-hmm. and you've got to make sure that everything on your website the qu- the content is good top quality content the images you use are really strong images make sure they're big enough as well the amount of times you go on a website and it's too Tiny, s- and, the, and the image yeah. is too small and it becomes pixelated or yeah. blurred or stretched yeah definitely so um that's our first point so our second point yeah. is making sure that your websites are actually applicable to mobiles so i reckon lots of people miss this out yeah it's so we spoke about it um in our last podcast about how mobiles in i think it's in 2020 they're going to be there's going to be expected so many much more purchasing going mm-hmm. on on mobiles and um mobiles have now overtaken desktops with browsing so mm-hmm. you'd be i mean you'd be silly not to make sure your website's not optimized for mobile it's just it's convenient for people you know it, it is i mean when i used to commute i was out, i was on the train for 40 minutes a day so I would scroll on my phone and yeah. I would shop on my phone, like online shops, and it would really bug me when it wouldn't fit mm. in my phone. And you've got to, and you've got to like drag it across yeah. left and right to see all the information. It's, um, it, it was obviously a site that wasn't optimized for mobile use as well. It's yeah, I mean, it, most people nowadays, even if they're on a break or whatever, they're flicking through the phone, they're like yeah. shopping, you know, and it's just becoming more and more. It's, it's, well, it's coming big it's it's absolutely huge and it's just you need to be able to make sure that your website is a fit for mobile because uh, you again you'll be missing out on another huge market separate from the market who access your websites mm-hmm. generally through desktops it's just you need to make it so you need to make sure your website's easily navigate um can navigate it yes they tend to be thinner don't they so yeah yeah think about that when you are like squishing it and making it thinner make sure you like the information doesn't overlap or look too weird um you need to make sure obviously it's appealing straight away to your Mm -hmm. audience so you want what you're selling almost immediately Mm -hmm. in the eye view of whoever's on your website so it draws them in Mm -hmm. and definitely you do not want your load time this applies for both your website on desktop and on mobile Normally, if you get someone to make your website, um, they can keep on top of this. Um, but you don't want your load time to be much longer than three seconds. We've all had it yeah. where we'll click on a website and it's taking ages to load, and you lose just, interest. And you just go, "I'm not. I, I don't. Nah. Want it, I don't want this anymore." So you you have to make sure that it's le- any of the, it has to be less than three seconds. Um, and our final point we picked out from this uh, this article was. Um, Another small businesses are not implementing local SEO. So what, what is SEO for those out there who so don't know? We're trying not to use jargon here. Apologies if you know yeah. what it means, but not everyone will. It's uh, search engine optimization. So yes. obviously you're wanting to optimize your website as much as possible so it appeals and hits the top of all the Google rankings or okay. any search engines yeah. you want. So you have keywords, everything. It's it's it is quite it's it's big on if you plan to use online. Okay. Um, so 
In a survey recently taken, um, 89% of participants said they would search online for local businesses weekly. So you cannot ignore I'm it. I'm sure I've done that before. Yeah. Or if you, sometimes it's usually, do you want to go out for tea tonight? It's like, yeah, but I want to go somewhere different. You end up yeah, Googling yeah. local restaurants in the area and people will do it for businesses as well. Yes, yeah, it's, it's great because, it, I mean, it helps you boost your local visibility and exposure. Yeah, it it's definitely just, does. And why would you want to, first of all, not appeal, I mean, you want to appeal to anyone, you can, but sometimes you you miss out on such an obvious place, yes. which is your local, where, like, your local people, and, yeah. like, how people love helping locals, uh, like, you've got local butchers, local produce, everyone's about very, sort of, homely local it's like things. it's coming back isn't it there was yeah. a time when online shopping when it first came out and everyone was buying off amazons and the other places where people would buy from and now it's like people are coming back to the whole yeah. we need to support local shop local small businesses mm. when it's like small business day in the uk and other initiatives like that so yeah don't forget about your local mm. community definitely and obviously if you don't know how to optimize your seo strategy or anything like that there are people out there who can help you know there's marketing agencies mm -hmm. there's i mean there's passport success we've got sections on it within our you don't have to become an expert on seo yeah, no 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 and there's ways to find out little bits of info i mean that can just even help you a tiny it might only look as if it's helping you a tiny bit yeah. but it's, it's incredible the amount of like how good it can be for yeah, your business definitely. It's, it's incredible so yeah definitely have a look at that article it's a really really good article so what have you got for us becca so the next one is about small businesses well, yeah obviously that's what this podcast is all about and missing out on the 27 billion mobile shopping boom because your websites aren't optimized Ooh. so it's following on from what we were talking about about the mistakes that they make during when you're starting up your online pr presence so it is forecast that by 2020 shoppers will double the amount of time they spend through mobile devices and it will jump from 27 pounds 27 billion pounds this year to 43 billion pounds Ooh, in 2020 that is a big jump so this is an article from the independent and it's saying that people are now willing to go through more sizable transactions on their mobiles so small businesses have to make sure that you've got secure and easy ways for people to buy from your device, yeah. from your shop. It's, um, I definitely purchase more now than yeah. I have ever in the past on my phone because mm -hmm. it's it's just convenient. It's with you nine times out of ten. Mm -hmm. It's always around. You can, before I used to look, on, look at stuff I was going to buy on my phone and then go home and do it. Yeah, but, I used to do that as well. Because um, I, I just thought it was safer that way, but... Um, nowadays it's just it's so convenient everything's just so fluid and it's just so easy to purchase things quite dangerous actually really. oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean I've had to start I've, I've kind of taught myself now that I'm less frivolous and less impulsive <laughs> yeah. when shopping on my mobile device because yeah it got to a point where it was like spending quite quite large amounts you know usually clothes shopping but it's just too easy mm, yeah it is. and it is with the bigger shops the bigger companies because they'll have the time they'll have the money and they'll have the people to make sure that their websites are optimized yeah as best for mobile use there was a study recently on by that by paypal 
And they said that only 18% of small businesses have mobile-friendly oh, websites. That's, that's really that low. Yeah. Um, and especially in, like, the run up to Christmas, you know, people are going to be doing a lot of shopping. And if they're on the phones when they're commuting, when they're on their breaks, mm. they're more likely to buy things. Oh, definitely. So, as we said earlier, you need to make sure that your mobile, no, your website is mobile-friendly. And people are going to miss it. They tend to be thinner. You need to make it easier to scroll. The um, the New York Times has recently revamped its website okay, to be a lot okay. more user-friendly. It's a lot more about scrolling rather than clicking on tabs. Okay, okay. Um, so the big businesses are doing it. Um, and people, you can pay people to do it. Yeah, yeah. Don't have to become an expert in it. Go to a marketing company, ask on Passport to Success if they can recommend anyone. Can anyone recommend themselves to help? You know, we we know people who do Oh, it. yeah, there are ways to get around. I mean, no, you're not perfect at anything, no, no matter what business you're in. And um, if you need to get your website redesigned and so it fits on mobiles, um, there are ways, there are so many different people out there in the UK that can help you do that. You don't have to know how to do that specifically. It's just, it's such a huge market that's going to develop in in two, it's going to double its worth in two years. Yes. It's, well, almost double, sorry. And it's something, and I mean, only 20, 18% of small businesses yeah. have mobile very, very websites, which, I mean, it, that could be a huge area for businesses who are just coming in, knowing that they've, got a working website that works good the content's great and they've got a mobile friendly website that's mm-hmm. three areas that you've ticked off straight away which other companies who have been around for probably a lot longer than you haven't actually done because they just haven't had the time the mm-hmm. effort they, they yeah. think it's not a yeah, very good not. area to go into still but like markets develop and like this market is a huge market so and making sure it's secure and safe as well, you know, yeah. make, make sure you find a reputable company, system, software, which can do card transactions. Oh, yeah, definitely. Make sure you do it because you don't want to lose customers because you've not got a trustworthy website. Yeah. Uh, and also, not just for your website, but just remember for your other online presences, like Facebook and Twitter, they also need to be mobile friendly. Mm. Um I recently went somewhere and the their the cover image mainly on Facebook. Yeah. It had information at the side which gets cut cut off on your on your mobile Facebook. So there are templates online to find safe mm. areas. So just make sure that it's not just your website as well. Remember all your other social media platforms as mm. well. Your Facebook, your Twitter, your LinkedIn, your Instagram, whatever you have, because if you don't have a website People will then go to your Facebook. So just make sure that all of your online presence Mm. is mobile friendly as well as desktop friendly. And again, uh, just a quick note as well, like uh, because you're a small business, um, you're going to be able to interact with your customers a lot more than the larger businesses. The larger businesses have sort of like a general outline and they'll create things that are what they think work and and they'll have one way of doing things. Yes, Whereas will. you can be a lot more experimental, I suppose, yeah. and 
try and have more unique ways, creative ways of getting people onto your website to interact with you, maybe have some input from your customers saying what they'd like to see on your website. You know, yeah. it's a huge, I mean, it's a great opportunity for small businesses because it let, you've got so much freedom to play around and, and especially in the earlier years yeah. yeah and it just lets you listen and you know you're listening to your customers and they obviously appreciate that you're taking their feedback yeah, into account definitely. it's it's definitely an opportunity that you can't miss so yeah if you've got any more questions you can always put them in the forums as well i'm sure there's plenty of people out there as part of the passport to success community who will definitely be able to help so what is the next article? So we've just got a, a bit of a short article here. Um, it's about the Brexit trade deal. Oh, Brexit. Uh, and um, instead of concentrating on all these big businesses who are apparently going to have all yeah. these problems and everything, yes. it's more about the small businesses that we should be worried about, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, so trading abroad is, especially in the food industry, are being hit by an 18% devaluation of the sterling. Oh, no. Um, so it's meaning that obviously all the ingredients are, having, are costing more, so they're having to spend more on it, which obviously yeah. is having a huge impact, on, especially on small businesses, because yes. they don't have the money to do... I mean, to, you don't have the fallback. You don't have exactly. the, the, the stash saved away. You know, you don't have a buffer. Yeah that the bigger companies might have. And um, 93% of small business, business exporters chose the Euro- European Economic Area okay. as uh, the destination for their goods over the UK. Right. So Brexit has had a huge impact on small businesses. Well, it still will until something comes... Exactly. It's There's a lot of... It's a lot of... It's, it's all guesswork, still, yeah. isn't it? You don't want to get. I mean, obviously, we don't want to get political on this. No. Nope. Um, but it's definitely going to be a huge, huge impact on yes, small businesses, will. unfortunately. Um, but what separates the good from the great is how you come out of this. You need to think of different ways to bring your brand to life and it, it like actually encourage people to buy from you. Yeah. You know, you won't be. You might not be making as much profit as you did pre-Brexit. But you but, might not be bankrupt. Exactly. Exactly. And it's better than. Yeah, it's, I'd rather be surviving than failing. So yeah, exactly. it's it's gonna be it'll be tough, but we'll be able to get through it. It'll um it'll start ticking over. I'm sure it will. It definitely will. It's something just to think about and be aware though, and start planning. I mean, it, it is still all very up in the air. Oh yeah. Uh, there isn't a finite answer. However, something will happen in the future, mm. and there's nothing wrong with planning. You can. You need to. It's nice having a bit of an idea of mm-hmm. what needs to be done for your business if some, uh, something like this occurs. Yeah. Um, and planning is only going to get you further. Yeah. And it's going to do your business a world of good if you sit down, have a think, talk to others, see what other people in the market are doing. You know, competitors like competition, obviously. Everyone, if you don't have competition, then you've got no one to compete for. But making sure that your online presence is top-notch, because then you will get overseas yeah, trade as exactly. well from your website. So people have access. It's called the World Wide Web, obviously. Yeah. The world has access to the websites. Mm. So you need to make sure I mean, that your website is it. 
So what's the final article you got for us, Becca? So I've just got a little one here, and it's all about railway arches. Mm. I do love a good railway arch. Yeah, there's something about it that's it's very... The aesthetics are great. Yeah. I, I love exposed brick, and they can be quite cosy. Yeah, we used to go yeah. to a really good bar that was underneath an arch. Oh, did you? Sadly uh, not there anymore, oh, but no. it, it was a great atmosphere. Uh, so this is from The Independent. And it's on about how Network Rail, to help tackle their looming debts, are intending to sell just under 4,500 railway arches, which would be worth more than £1 billion to a single private developer. Now, it could have a huge impact on small businesses across the country because those arches are are normally a really good area to have a small independent business. Um, as we were saying earlier, they've got great character. They're they're convenient. You know, they can you can make them look ace. How many shops have you been to that have been under a railway? Yeah, I know exactly. Or a cafe yeah. or a bar. Um, and there's something very British it's about very it, quirky. isn't it? They are. So the arch prices have been raising at quite an alarming rate as Network Rail have tried to bring them in line with neighbouring commercial oh, values. Okay. And the issue now is this new private developer may raise rents, therefore forcing smaller businesses out. I mean, it's one of the problems for small business owners is rent isn't it. You need to get the initial start-up. You need that initial first plot. Mm. And getting it... I mean, it's like when people buy the first house, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It's really tough to get it. And then once you have it, you don't want your rent to be it's, raised even more so it prices you out. It's another thing as well. It's sort of... Almost greed. Yeah, off, yeah. Um, it's just because there was somewhere where I'm from um, where the the land, the owner um, decided to up his rent, doubled it. Aww. And so the place had to move out and no one has been there since. And that was, was it 2018? That was five years ago. Wow. It, yeah, I mean, you don't want to... Well, it's sad enough if you get forced to have a place where you've built up a community, oh, you've built God, up yeah, a relationship yeah. with customers, and then to have someone else raise your rent that you can't afford it, it's really sad. Yeah. Um. So we're the main point of this article is just saying like how sad it would be if this was to go ahead, because they're still planning it. It hasn't happened yet, but the railway arches, they always, I think they're great. And if I was to start a small business, I would consider looking mm. into railway arches. There's something about them. Yeah, it's um, quirky. The great. Like I think it is somewhere where this deal. Um, but it's um, I believe there's something uh that they've talked like this bit of talk about it within the government about maybe uh having sort of a limit on what they can actually charge on the rent. Yeah. So yeah. they're not actually upping it to a ridiculous yeah. amount, but. It's something that small business owners need to think about. Yeah, the rent definitely, to, definitely. It's the rent of whatever you are working in. If it is a unit, if it's an office space, you know, just make sure that you do your research about where you're going to go. Talk to other people who are renting from them. Definitely. They could be like, yes, they're a great landlord and they haven't raised their prices before or they haven't raised their rent before. Mm-hmm. Or they could be actually, no, they do tend to raise it quite yeah. a bit, you know, Look around, shop around, look for deals, look, try and haggle, negotiate, and talk to other people as well. Mm. Thanks for joining us and listening, and joining the conversation in the forums on the Passport to Success website, or comment on our social media channels.
Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.